Hey there, welcome to the Ketchup Corner, the podcast where we sit down once a week to discuss the latest pop culture and entertainment media topics. I'm your host, Cameron Tyner. Let's catch up. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ketchup Corner. I hope you are having a great week. I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm recording live from the kitchen table at my house so it's a little bit different in here um the air conditioner i feel like is running so loud so if you hear that please just ignore it um and hopefully it'll cut off at some point um but i'm so glad to be back and recording with you guys again i hope you've all had a great week i hope some of you have had a chance to go to the movies and see barbie and oppenheimer because i'm so so pumped to talk about them um and with regard to that if you haven't seen barbie and oppenheimer don't worry because i've decided that i'm not going to um spoil anything really i'm just gonna be giving my thoughts and how i felt about the movie and if i like throw a few things in there about the movies um it won't be anything that you wouldn't want to know or like would spoil the movie for you going in um so i think i mean i don't i think there's like not a ton of stories this week i was just kind of looking at everything i had like on deck to talk about and i'm just like the stories this week they're weird there's they're weird and there's not a lot of them so i anticipate that this um episode will be pretty short um but you know sometimes i say i think this episode will be short and then it's like 45 minutes long so you never you never know how long i can blab on but i do think it'll be short um because I've got not a lot of content to work with and also not a lot of time to work with um just because it is summer finals week so like at my school um I'm taking classes for the summer semester like I talked about and it is finals week for those classes um and so that means I've gotta get my finals together um and I have a final due tomorrow but I actually have plans tomorrow so I want to be able to get that done and finished and I'm also meeting with my advisor tomorrow at 9 a.m so I have to be have everything done by the time I talk to her because we're going to be talking about the work that I did and she wants me to be ready to explain everything about my final to her in our meeting tomorrow so I'm really nervous about that so just please hope that it all goes well because I am coasting with a pretty like mid A in this class but like if I do bad on my final I feel like it could tank me so just let's hope that I do well by the time you're probably hearing this I'll have already met with my advisor um and hopefully it goes well and then I'll be off to my fun plans which are of course um seeing one of the movies that I saw last weekend again um because if you know me you know if I like a movie I'm going back to the movie theater and seeing it again like I'm just a constant like repeat watcher of movies that I enjoy in the movie theater because 
it is just one of my favorite things to go to the movie theater so if someone invites me to go back I'm I'm down to go back and um before I tell you which movie I'm gonna go see maybe just just guess in your brain what movie you think I'm gonna go see okay is it gonna be Barbie is it gonna be Oppenheimer which one do you think I'm seeing again well if you guessed Oppenheimer you're correct um I loved Oppenheimer and of course like it's a three hour long movie and so I feel like there's so many things that like I probably missed or like I would like the movie even more like seeing it a second time just catching like all these extra details and like fully knowing what's going on and like what's about to happen like what the scenes are about to be like I feel like I'm gonna enjoy it even more um and honestly I think I could benefit from seeing Barbie again too because I feel like there's just like so much to look at so much to see like the entire movie that there's like no possible way to see everything so yeah I could I could benefit from seeing both these movies again but tomorrow I am going to see Oppenheimer and I think this leads me right into my recap of my movie theater weekend so let's just go ahead and talk about what I thought about Barbie and Oppenheimer um obviously I loved them both um first I guess let's talk about which let's talk about Barbie first so I I don't know if this is like a hot take on Barbie because I know everyone is like either like love 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 loving it I'm obsessed with this movie or like hate hate hating it and I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle like I really really enjoyed the movie I thought it was really funny it had a lot of like super good one-liners like I laughed out loud sometimes and then it also made me like emotional and like feel nostalgic and like just really think about the movie itself and like what it was like what message like was trying to be put out there by Greta Gerwig and the actors and the writers like I really I really got that and I thought it was a good message um and I think you know a lot of people are criticizing it saying like that it's intro to feminism um and they're like that's like the most basic level of feminism and it's like cringe feminism or whatever but I think that um, if you're calling some form of feminism that's trying to like spread good messages about being a woman and about what women have to go through and like women and like spreading messages about women empowerment, if you're criticizing that and calling it cringe feminism, I think that's just quite the opposite of what feminism is in general like if women are trying to spread good messages if they're not hurting anyone with these messages like I think that's just like weird to like criticize it a lot I mean obviously there's room for growth for everyone but if people are trying to spread a good message let them spread it um and I think that for Barbie like I don't think it could be some complex layered levels of feminism that some people don't understand or are not willing to listen to because even these like most basic ideals of feminism are being criticized by everyone and they're like saying it's like a man hating film um and I think it was just 
a really good way to spread women empowerment because it even it is even still being criticized but like I think it's just a good way to spread it because there's people going in who have never really heard these ideals before or there's men going in to watch it and like maybe this will be digestible for them or maybe not as we've seen um and it is just like empowering regardless of if you've heard everything before that's kind of like um what I've heard people saying is you know like America Ferreira's character has a monologue and I found it to be really moving and really empowering um and then some people are like I've heard that all before like we've all heard that before like it was cringe and it's like regardless of like if we've heard those things before like they're all true and like it I don't know it still made me emotional and there was like a couple of times that I I teared up I teared up during that I teared up like at the end of the movie like I just really enjoyed it um but all that to say I thought you know it was spreading great feminist messages I thought it was funny a lot of times I thought it was like emotional a lot of the time um but I also did feel like it was overhyped and overmarketed, which is interesting because like I have loved seeing all the Barbie marketing. I've loved seeing like all the brand partnerships and all that stuff. And you know, like they're talking about Barbie has like a one hundred fifty million dollar marketing budget. I just think it's really good. I mean, obviously, it got so much interest in this movie and like brought so many people to it. But I think when you're doing marketing of that level, it's, like, almost impossible to, like, back up the hype that is coming behind that, you know? Like, there was just too much hype surrounding this movie that, like, no matter what I sat down in that theater and saw, it was not gonna live up to the hype that was, like, surrounding it. Um, and so I will say, like, especially because I saw that movie second, when I saw Oppenheimer, like, I was, like, completely wowed, like, I thought it was a beautiful film with beautiful shots, like, amazing acting, like, and I was just so fully engaged for three hours, I literally didn't look at my phone once, um, and then for Barbie, like, I just, like, found myself not being as engaged and, like, just being, like, okay, like, kind of getting, like, tired of the same, like, joke format you know like I don't know but I like I said I still have so many great things to say about it I still loved it I still would see it again and recommend that all of you see it but um it just I don't know it just didn't meet my expectations I guess um and that's okay like I don't think any movie could have met my expectations after all of that so I think the movie that exists is like the best that it could have been and it was so enjoyable and like I 100% will watch it again um but as for Oppenheimer I thought it exceeded my expectations um I was really excited to see it um and I I don't know I had some weird expectations about it as well like it just seemed like the kind of movie that, like, I would get bored in, because even watching, like, Christopher Nolan films, like, in the past, like, I will admit there are points in his movies where I have been bored, and so I was like, I'm probably gonna be so extremely bored doing this movie, 
waiting for Emily Blunt to come on the screen. Um, and I just didn't find it to be that way at all. I found it to be extremely engaging. I was so invested in what was happening. Like, I didn't want to miss anything. I didn't want to literally blink because I <laughs> didn't want to miss any part of the movie. It was so good so beautiful like so beautifully filmed i loved all the shots like and the editing and the score like the sound mixing it was absolutely fabulous i think that film is going to be nominated for so many academy awards and i think also it'll be interesting to see because um i don't know if you guys know this but like Christopher Nolan films are notorious for not getting acting nominations. I think out of all of his films, there may be one actor who was nominated or won an award. Um, And I could be a little off on that, but I know it's like very limited numbers. Um, So I'll be interested to see if Kelly Murphy, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., if any of those people get awards for the movie. Um... Because they were all phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Florence Pugh was great as well. Um, She did not have as much screen time as I was expecting. Like, she... Yeah, that's all I'll say about that. Because I don't want to spoil it. But I think she wasn't in the movie as much as I thought. And, like, there there were people like that for both movies. Like, for Barbie, like, Issa Rae, like, I felt like she was not in the movie very much, as much as I thought, and then, like, someone who wowed me in Barbie was Kate McKinnon, she's hilarious, as always, her character was in the movie, like, just as much as I thought she would be, and she was still so funny, and so good, and then, like, America Ferrera was in the movie way more than I thought she would be, just based on, like, the marketing and everything, um, and then I also loved Michael Sarah as Alan in Barbie, like, he was absolutely, like, probably one of my favorite characters, like, out of the entire movie. He was awesome. And then, let's see who else. Dua Lipa, like, I found that she was, like, not really in the movie at all, which I guess can be expected from, like, a singer. Um, but I don't know. Like, I feel like they kind of hyped her up, the fact that she was in the film. And then I was just like, okay, so where's Dua Lipa? <laughs> but... Anyways, that's that's back to my Barbie take on the actors in that movie. But yeah, Florence Pugh, I feel like, was in Oppenheimer a little less than I thought. and But obviously, like, the movie is called Oppenheimer, and so I went in expecting it to be extremely Killian Murphy-centric. Like, honestly, I'm, like, trying to, like, think back, and I'm like, are there scenes in the film that he's not in? Because even ones where, like, he's not in the foreground, like he is in the background okay yes there are a lot of scenes that he's not in because not to spoil it too much but there's kind of like two timelines going back and forth and so like in one of the timelines like he's not a part of that so but like every scene of like his timeline of like what was happening I feel like he was in every single scene which is exactly what I expected um and it was fabulous I think I was not expecting a lot from Matt Damon, and he was super awesome. I honestly found him to be comedic relief some of the time, and I and I really did like his character, which I was not expecting to. Um, and then, of course, I've heard so much talk about Emily Blunt and her 
role in the film and I heard people saying like I love Emily Blunt I've seen all of her work and I feel like I've never seen her act like this before and I feel like that was true like just from watching the film like I am just like people who've said that I see all of her work I'm obsessed with her I think she's one of the best working actresses right now and I just thought her performance was so different from anything she's ever done um and so it was really really cool to see her like that um and I thought she gave a great performance throughout every scene she was in like people who were saying like she is a scene stealer like I feel like those people are like telling the truth because every scene she was in like she just did so well and I loved it um she didn't have a ton of screen time but that's exactly what I was expecting just like based on the history of the the narrative you know um so she she had about as much screen time as I thought honestly maybe a little more but it's probably just because of like how impactful like her scenes were but there were also a lot of scenes where she was kind of just like in the background and she was there so it's like you're seeing her a lot and not always hearing from her but when you are hearing from her like she's like stealing the show um and then of course Killian Murphy was amazing like he totally stunned me I haven't seen him in a bunch of things I watched a few episodes of Peaky Blinders but I never really got like hooked on it honestly maybe I will now because I was so like impressed with him in that movie um but he was just so phenomenal and like so compelling like I couldn't take my eyes off of him like he was such a good like emotional actor and I just loved it I'm so excited to see it again and see what I missed the first time um because I just love it so 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 much so I cannot wait so I think that was a sufficient amount of Barbie and Oppenheimer recap I think to wrap it all up I would still say go see both films they're both great you'll probably love one of them at least um and one will be more your style but they're both amazing I know a lot of people who loved Barbie way more than Oppenheimer and I know people who loved Oppenheimer way more than Barbie but like to me it's like hard to compare like I guess I could say maybe I liked Oppenheimer more than Barbie because I don't really feel like any kind of way like it didn't live up to hype like I don't feel that way about Oppenheimer but to me the movies are like so different like it's like of course you're gonna feel differently about them so I don't really feel like they need to be compared I just feel like you need to see both and it just makes me feel so good about movies like you know people are just like talking about how long like the like movie industry has been in this like stage of like sequels like it's so shocking that like these two movies are not sequels like they're original films that like people are getting out of their house and going to the theater to see like it's just really exciting and it makes me feel so good and you know I love a movie theater as I've said (laughs) so I think it's awesome and I hope everyone enjoys their time going to see the movies like I did um so that's pretty much it for the recap like I said I have a few goofy little stories for today um nothing nothing too crazy um but I do have a few things first up um as this comes out on Friday yesterday was the premiere for zoe 102 which is um the zoe 101 sequel film 
film. That sounded so weird. Film. And it is coming out on Paramount Plus. Like, it's going to be only streaming there. And it centers around a wedding of two characters from Zoe 101. And honestly, I was a Zoe 101 stan. Like, I literally remember being upset when Jamie Lynn Spears got pregnant because, like, I was obsessed with Zoe 101, like, and I was, like, so sad that the show was ending. Um, I watched every episode. I loved it. I wanted to go to Pacific Coast Academy, which I'm pretty sure is what their school is called. Like, I just loved it so much. And so, honestly, I'm probably going to watch Zoe 102. Like, I can't even lie. Um, once I finish up my homework, I'm probably, I'm probably going to be tuning in. Um, so, if you're interested, like I said, Zoe 102 coming live to Paramount Plus. Um, and then the next little piece of news was so weird to me, um, which, like, I just saw it and I, like, screenshotted the tweet that I saw because I was just like, this is just so bizarre. But anyways, we have um, Azalea Banks speaking out about Beyonce. So somebody commented on Azalea's Instagram post and said, Beyonce should have sampled you on Renaissance. And, (laughs) like, this is just, like, the reason I screenshotted this is because I felt like she just had the weirdest, most bizarre response. Like, first of all, why are we responding at all? Like, if if I was her and someone commented that, like, on my Instagram post, like, that wouldn't even be something I was like, oh my gosh, I need to respond to this comment. But obviously me and Azalea Banks are not on the same page because she felt that she did need to reply. Um, and she responded and said she knew better. And then she said, because I would have sued, I would have sued her, Sony, Columbia, Parkwood, Tidal, and Blue Ivy. I would have sued the fake dreads off jay's head i'm not the one which is just such a strange response to me like is it that deep like it did not happen and also i just feel like that's not how sampling works like obviously like if just First of all, Beyonce didn't sample her, and I don't think that she would have. However, if she wanted to, she would have had to request permission to sample Azalea Banks on Renaissance. They would have had to give permission and then do it, or whatever. Or she records it, and then it's like, I want to put this piece in my music. Like, I recorded this. Like, can I do it? Yes or no. We approve it, or we don't. Whatever. So, like, I, mm, it wouldn't have been official sampling if Beyonce just, like, took her music and put it in her album and then, like, didn't ask for permission. Like, I don't know. That's just, like, mm, not how sampling works. But I think it's just so weird. Like, why did she respond to this? Why did she say all that? Why is it that deep? Like... Things I continually, continually do not understand. Um, but yeah, I guess this is a lesson <laughs> to us all. 
Do not try to sample Azalea Banks or she will sue you and everyone you know and love. So that's interesting. Next up, some more celebrity drama comes from Doja Cat. So if you haven't heard, Doja Cat has been going kind of off the rails, just like hating on her fans. Um, And I just think it's really interesting. So, um, on, gosh, I can't even tell if this is on threads or on Twitter, but, gosh, I want to I think it's on threads. Anyway, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's threads. So, Doja Cat said, my life, my rules, my style, my attitude. And then one of her fans replied and said, I want to hear you say, in parentheses, I do love you guys. As usual, you say to your fans. And Doja Cat said, I don't, though, because I don't even know y'all. Which, like I said about Azalea Banks, like, unnecessary. Like, you didn't have to respond to make everyone mad. Like, I'm not saying that she needed to be like, oh my gosh, I love you guys so much. But, like, you could have just left it and there wouldn't be this drama. But anyways, she said, I don't, though, because I don't even know y'all. And then this other person said, and we don't know you, but we have supported you through thick and thin. Mind you, you'd be nothing without us. You'd be working at a grocery store making songs on GarageBand or Miss High School Dropout. Whoa. Whoa. Like, that just escalated so much. Like, if you're a fan, like, why, why are you going off on her like that? Um... So, yeah, obviously, um, if I were a Doja Cat, I would not have responded. But, um, like I said, she these people are doing things I don't understand. Um, so, she says, nobody forced you. I don't know why you're talking to me like you're my mother. You sound like a crazy person. So, I just think this is just such an interesting scenario, right? Because there's, like correct things on both sides but this is yet another situation where I feel like this never should have happened like why why are we responding to these comments like just let it be like you didn't need to say anything they didn't need to be all crazy like that but people are crazy like that and like I feel like it's just like a good representation good PR like to just not, just let it go, you know, but Doja Cat's always, like, saying out-of-pocket stuff, so, like, I'm really not surprised, but what I am surprised by is the fact that after all of this controversy, which is, like, I don't know, I'm like, is it even really controversy? Like, I feel like it's not that big of a deal based on things that Doja Cat has said in the past to her fans and about her fans and about her career and all of that, I'm like, this feels pretty mild like she was just being like I don't know y'all like I don't need to say that regardless if I think she should have said that or not like it's just weird and then you know also saying like I don't I don't nobody forced you to be my fan like you sound crazy um which is like don't say that but like also like is she wrong you know like it's just weird and funny But, because of this, as of, 
like three days ago, four days ago as you're hearing this, Doja Cat has lost 200,000 followers on Instagram following this drama, which is insane to me. But I guess, I guess that's how social media is. But like, Doja Cat, just take it from me. Stop, stop responding, best friend, please. <laughs> um, and the one final thing that I have to share with you guys is just like a little update. So last week... I reported that Ariana Grande was dating her co-star Ethan Slater, which I still feel like people are saying is true, but I still feel in my heart that this cannot be true. However, I guess it is. I don't know. Um, But apparently, um, Ethan Slater's wife, Lily J, is devastated. Um, And I just think it's really weird that like she didn't know like I feel like the way that it's being reported is like she was devastated to find out that he's with Ariana and I'm like did she find out with the rest of us like did she find out from the media like did she find out from them but she was like devastated by that like I need more details and I just think this whole thing is strange like is it PR like what is going on you know what is going on also not to be that guy but like I hear people like talking about how like this is not the first time not the second time maybe the third maybe not the third I don't know time that Ariana Grande has like started dating someone who's already in a relationship I feel like is weird like that is a strange pattern obviously these like cheating men are the problem but like it's just a weird pattern I feel like I don't know I I really don't know about that I mean obviously like I'm not I'm not gonna blame the woman because like the guy who was cheating on someone he was already with is like definitely the number one person in the wrong but like it is a little strange. I'll, I'll, I'll give the people that. It's a little strange. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But I will say that it, ref- like, all the things I've seen have referred to Lily J as his estranged wife. So, it seems like they were not already together, which is a little bit different than him, like, cheating on her while they're together. You know, like, that, that feels different. So, maybe, if they are together, which I feel weird about like I still I'm telling you like I don't feel like they are but if they are together I'm gonna let Ariana have a pass on this one if they were estranged or like separated you know so that's pretty much all the stories I have for you this week um as for what I've been watching what I've been reading um I'm gonna be straight up honest with you guys I haven't been watching nor have I been reading anything I've just been doing homework and going to see Barbie and Oppenheimer so hopefully I will have some updates on reading next week because my summer is coming to an end and I want to get a few more books in before I go back to school and start student teaching so hopefully I'll have a reading update for you guys next week and I'm sure I will be watching some more TV before then, too. Um, But 
other than that, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm so glad you listened and made it to this point, and I am already looking forward to catching up with you guys next week. So, see you then. We'll talk soon. Wow, 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 wow.